0: What's going on everybody rory kelsey here with another episode of rory kelsey's therapy sessions uh tonight i have a good buddy of mine from high school uh brad gutzman uh brad's been trying to get on for the last couple weeks um, so we're finally able to connect uh, so he can come on tell his story and uh just uh have a nice little conversation with me so uh without further ado uh brad how you doing man good how are you i'm you know i'm, I'm doing all right uh it's been a It's been a challenging week for me mentally, but, you know, it's Friday, got through the week, and the weekend's coming, so all things considered, not too bad.
1: Well, it's good. Time to kind of decompress from the week, and yeah, Yeah. it's it's good to get the mind right back on track. That's the way I like to think of it, just sit back and kind of look back on things, and, you know, kind of, it's, I don't know, not like... Ponder on them, but kind of just like push forward on what you could do different or what you could do to make next week even better, if it's possible.
0: Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. That's like that's something I think everybody can uh, take something out of. Just uh, use the weekend to just kind of, like you said, just retool, refuel, and come back on Monday with a new. If you had it like me, like you yeah, have a rough week, you use the weekend to kind of just revive yourself and then monday you come and you just start over with a new week new mindset new attitude yep and then and you just kind of go from there you know
1: yeah completely understand
0: so yeah you've uh you've been wanting to come on and uh i mean i don't really know uh, what you want to talk about we never really got into it so but that's cool man i just uh i'll give you the floor if there's anything you want to talk about feel free to share your story
1: so i want to start out with all right so I'm we all know that pretty much I grew up in Braidwood all my life went to research yeah. schools graduated went everywhere through the 26 years Well one day I came to Missouri to help with work and they offered me a position over here so I packed up everything that I had bought a house six and a half hours away the wow. auto- thought it was the best move for me just instantly just was like you know like i'm stuck in a rut especially small town you know middle of illinois like uh, there's nothing from a new plant yeah across the street from a new plant on a farm you know and and i was just you know that kid that needed to i needed to spread my wings now not everybody's like that i i needed to spread them i just felt like i was in this bubble and i wasn't going anywhere and i wasn't doing anything and i i missed out on a promotion at work so i just went to a company that's still in the center in another state and just left and just said goodbye illinois i'll see you later and i'll come visit whenever so when i moved here i kind of went into a depression mode like not even about 6 days of being, you know, because I'm by my, it was the dog and me. Like, that's all I had. So, you go to work every day. I'm working downtown Kansas City. And it just gets, the stress from work gets to you because you're in a new place. You don't know what you're doing yet. You're kind of trying to meet new friends. But I moved into a town, heh, get this, same population as Braidwood, same way as Braidwood, just in Missouri. That's it. The only thing different. And uh, uh, any, uh, any new plants nearby? No. <laughs> There's ah. no. <laughs> no <laughs> in the middle of the night. That's a plus. It's yeah, a little lighter now, I guess. It, I don't know. The new plant kind of gives you a tan out there. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I went into this depression, and I just, you know, started pondering about pretty much everything in my life from – You know, like my grandpa passing away, you know, my mom's dad, that was a big part of growing up. Like he was a second dad to me, taught me everything and know about the outdoors. When he passed away, I felt like that. Just instant depression, a piece of me has died, you know, everything. And then, you know, it just I wanted to sleep every like a bunch of people, you know, they talk about depression. They want to sleep or they they can't sleep. I went into an instant sleep mode. Like as soon as I got home from work, I didn't eat. If I did eat, it was like a peanut butter sandwich. And then boom, in bed, knocked out. And that was it. And then I would wake up at four o'clock the next morning, go to work, not eat anything all day, eat, you know, a pizza when I got home and then right back to sleep. And it was, it, it was draining. And then, finally, I met some people from town. I went out one night, and I met this kid, and he just kind of was just like, hey, man, you know, like, if you want to hang out, you're more than welcome. And all of a sudden, like, I got back in, like, I'm back in a slow-pitch softball league. I'm making new friends. I'm, you know, drinking beer with the guys, having a good time. And it just – every once in a while, I get into one of those ruts where it's it's tough – you know, it feels like, you know, you're going back into the depression. Like you're, you have a bad day and it's not, it's a bad day, but it's not that bad of a day, but your mind instantly right. goes to that deep, dark place and you just shut down. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, one small
0: little thing can trigger you.
1: Oh yeah. And it was, I mean, it's, it's getting better now, but like, Every once in a while, I'll catch myself, like, just falling into that deep, deep, dark place. Like, I'll be at work, and I'll just zone out, just completely zoned. And then all of a sudden, like, I'll get a phone call, and I'll be like, oh, hey, you know, like, what's going on? They're like, you all right? And I'm like, yeah. Like, I was in a place, you know, for a bit there, and they're like, well, you've been acting weird the last couple days. And I'm like, yeah, I've been in a mental. They're like, well, if you need anything, just you know, let it out and then you just start talking and pretty soon you talked for, you know, with our job, you can be on the phone 95% of the time and you just have them in your pocket and you're just talking this guy's ear off and he's just going, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. But it's like, it feels nice just to get it off and get it off, you know, and just talk about things instead of just holding them in and being in this rut, man. Yeah. Yeah,
0: man. i i understand I understand that completely i uh sometimes uh even if you know like the person just isn't listening or is kind of their mind might be elsewhere or something just like like you said just getting off getting out getting off your chest it's like'cause you just it's like a it's like a a vessel your body is just like a vessel and you just fill it with emotion and grief and all these negative things and just, like, twisting the cap just a hair just to kind of let some of the stuff spray out, it makes you feel better. It makes you feel less bloated. And, yeah, man, I get it. Even if it is just talking to some random person who doesn't seem to care, I get it completely.
1: Yeah. And it's just, like, it's just amazing. Like, and I just, you know, like, how you said, like, everybody needs to, like, just, you know, no one's alone in, you know, anything. You know, we're we're in – you know 2020 where we can talk about these things. You know, it feels great. You know it honestly does because I mean 20 years ago if you talked about this or 30 years ago if you talked about this you'd be looked at like all right, he's the crazy guy. Yeah. I don't, but now you're in this stage where you know finally you know like people like you especially like are taking this platform and making everybody feel you know like oh yeah, I've gone through that too or oh yeah, you know, like I've been through that stage before. Like, yeah, it feels good to hear somebody else like going through that mindset of like, yeah, you know, like I get what he's saying or I get, you know, what's going on hundred percent. And I just want to kind of thank you, you know, for everything, you know, uh, the last, what is it? Five. <clears throat> it's been, it's been great and it's, it's honestly amazing of like the platform you've done.
0: Well, I appreciate that, man. I mean, uh, yeah, I just, uh, it's just something that was on my heart. And, uh, I always wanted to do something to give back, you know, it's like what, uh, that, that one quote that I said uh, about Robin Williams saying that, uh, unhappy people do their heart da- try their damnedest to make sure everybody else is happy because they know what it's like and they don't want anyone else to feel like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of where I'm coming at with this. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not asking people to come on so I can help them and give them advice and tell them what they got to do to get better. I just want people to come on and tell their story and maybe feel a little bit better, you know? It's just it's uh it's something I, I love conversing with people, especially deep conversation. I've been in so many deep conversations in my life, and there's some of them are just some of the best conversations I've ever had. Just because you like you get to look into somebody's soul, you yeah. know. It's not it's not just oh yeah the bears, you know they got they they bench Trubisky finally blah blah blah. It's like yeah everybody those are fine you know you can still converse about that but when like somebody really just takes their mask off and lets down their guard and just opens themselves up to you and tell you everything or not even everything just some stuff you know it's it's like it's a connection that you just yeah and and I, I just love those type of conversations and any chance I get to have those conversations I jump on them even if it's hearing somebody else's stories or if somebody, you know, gives me the opportunity to tell them a little bit of my story and where I'm coming from. Like, I love it. It just makes, in the the end, it just, it'll make you feel better. Even if you're like in tears or you're, you feel sad, it's just like, I feel like those tears come from just the release of the emotions that you're bounding up inside your body. And they're literally just coming out in tears and that's just kind of what I want to do here, you know, and um, I'm sorry it took so long to get you on. but It's fine. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm so happy that you came on and uh, I mean, I didn't even know, like, yeah, I didn't even know you were in Missouri, dude. I think like I told you last week, I told you to come over. You're like, God oh, you over in six and a half hours. I'm like, what? <laughs> yep. I had no idea. I mean, what are, you, uh, what are you doing for work out there?
1: So I locate uh, Spire Energy. So it's a gas company. Like, the gas lines and everything. Okay. So, in downtown Kansas City, there's a lot of high-profile, like, cast iron, like, brittle. You know, so when everybody starts digging around it, especially in Kansas City, like, nothing's a small dig. There's, like, people, yeah, there's people planting trees and everything. But, like, they're trying to amp that city up, like, hardcore, like, new water, new sewer, new infrastructure completely. And there's just a lot of high-profile out here. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty fun. I mean, every once in a while, you know, you got Patrick Mahomes out here in Kansas City just doing his thing. And you get to see him yeah. ride by every once in a while, which is pretty cool. Oh, you see Brittany What's... more than you see Patrick, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. What's that like to have uh, Patrick
0: Mahomes in your city? Because we don't know what that's like in Chicago.
1: I don't know. I still root for Chicago. Like, that's the sad part. Like, I like. Everybody in Kansas City is like, what's up with the hat? Like, I wear a Bears hat to work every day. Nice. And I'm like, hey, man, it's what I live for. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, yeah. yeah, well, we got a Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah, it took 50 years to get it. You know, 85 Bears, <laughs> we're not that far off. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, 30-something, 35 years. I mean, we'll get there. <laughs> we got to talk about that. But, yeah, everybody, you know, and that's the weird part. Like, we have – a northern accent you know in illinois and people down here don't have that so they ask right. me where i'm from 95 percent of the time when i start talking and I'm like oh the windy city huh i'm like yeah if only you knew an hour south of the city everything changes. <laughs> completely different right so it's it's crazy it's just a madhouse like normal but it's yeah. just like it's just like you know a Joliet Kansas City's not that big, you know, so it's like a Joliet New Lenox combined. it's not a Chicago by any means
0: no 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 yeah I, I think I knew that like it was a smaller yeah smaller city yeah that's that's cool, man I'm glad you're I'm glad you' working out there uh you uh a couple weeks ago or last weekend you mentioned to me that you were taking your lady out so do you uh you meet somebody out there or is it somebody you yeah. brought with?
1: No, so I met uh, a girl out here. She has a kid. So um, going from a single guy in Missouri to, you know, uh, a boyfriend and also, like, uh, kind of like a father figure, I guess. I wouldn't say, like, a, yeah, I would pretty much say, like, a father figure. Like, it, it, it's definitely a learning curve. Definitely a learning curve. Uh, like, I understand, like, the whole loyalty concept, like, and that's no different from anything, but the whole, like, just another life, you know? Like, you're a dad, but like, me, it's, like, like, I have to adapt to that. He was three when he came here. He's four now, and it's just, like, okay, so this is how it is, you know? It's just, like, you go into, like, almost a dad mode, and you learn, like, different things, and it's crazy. Like, you grew up like me, I grew up so fast. Like it's from going out to a bar on Friday night and slow fish softball yeah. going with you out here with your buddies to all of a sudden like hey, that time's at eight o'clock, bud. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> you're like, Man, where did that time go? Oh man. It's
0: it's crazy, right? Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. I was uh twenty two when I had my first and yeah. Yeah, it was like closing out bars till three four AM. To all of a sudden, it's like I'm yelling phrases that my dad yelled at me 20 years ago. To catch myself. And I'm like, oh, oh, god, yeah, <laughs> what yeah.
1: You're like, how, oh, how? Like my dad, you say that, and then you're like, remember when I said I wasn't going to be like you, dad? Remember, like, oh, man. You said like, oh, when you were win parent of the year award, you come talk to me. Yeah, well, you can have that parent of the year award, dad. You did a great job, buddy. Like
0: right no <laughs> yeah. it's crazy like uh, my kid my older one he uh, he likes to lock himself in his bedroom like not for any reason he just doesn't want people to come in and uh, this one time I was just knocking on the door I knocked it was locked so I knocked on the door and he goes
1: what?" And I was
0: like, "Oh, I'm like, open the damn door! This is my house! Yep. You locked my house up!" And I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "I was like, whoa!" I'm like having flashbacks. Yeah, it's like this is not. I'm like, I'm a dad. This is oh man, this is crazy. Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this right now to
1: my own kid. He uh, he did that too. He locked himself in the door or in the room, and he wouldn't open. Yeah. it. So we got the key, you know, it's just one of those. Things. Yeah. So I pushed it open, and then. You know, he like just stood there and he was like, uh, uh-uh. and I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to take your door off the hinges now. So that's what I did. I was just like, I drill out and just was like, all right, there it is. I go, if you want to be a private, you can go into the military when you're older. And then, yeah. and then I was like, all right. So like after like two weeks, I just screwed the door back on. I was like, it was in my spare room. I got bored. I had to do something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I I haven't gotten that far. I haven't, I haven't gotten as far as taking the door off the hinge. That might be the next step because he keeps locking that damn door. Yeah, and I don't like just it. zip it off,
1: or to just take the door handle off. That's what I did too. That was the first one, and then he slunk. Oh, it the yeah. second time, And that's when I zipped it off. I was like, "Yep, yeah, it's over."
0: My yeah, my five-year-old. He's a he's a clever, clever little boy. Very sneaky is his diabolical ways. so yeah. I have to be smart. I have to be smart with my. <laughs> with what I do to him.
1: <laughs> kids, man. It's crazy though. It's so I know. Right? So crazy. I know. Well,
0: look at us. Look at us raising kids and <laughs> 10 years ago we were sitting in that shack whatever the hell you had on the side of your house. Hey, that was
1: the barn, the man cave, written out with cute oh, cans. <laughs> oh my cool. god. That was cool. We had like
0: six or seven people in there and it was probably able to fit like three three tops.
1: <laughs> three
0: tops. <laughs>
1: That was a summer project, bro.
0: (laughs) A lot of stolen
1: street signs. Oh, bro! So many. That one night was like, I think one night we heisted like fifty-six. Holy crap! That's
0: like felony. I think I'm pretty sure. I don't think we should be saying this out loud.
1: Fifty-six. Oh, such a
0: good number. I tell you what, though, Braidwood was pretty good about. I remember one time we took a stop sign down the street from my house at like two in the morning, and I literally I got up at like eight in the morning and I went outside and they already had it replaced. Yeah, they're like,
1: mm. and that's why was- they're used to
0: they're used to it because they got Gutzman and Gorman driving around <laughs> stealing signs, so they're probably just following right behind you with the extra signs. Like, God damn it, here we go again. <laughs>
1: It was so – it was like we had a system, too, man. It was so great. Like, one of us would drop each other off and then go drive, and no one would know we're there. And then all of a sudden, like, we were like, all right, come get us in, like, five five minutes, and we would just loop back around, pick them up, and we would go. That was it. Jeez. We had a system down, everything, all the tools. <laughs> we were... Right? Oh,
0: man. They were bad. Brainwood. Braidwood just creates petty criminals. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the kids got to have something to do, right?
0: I know there's nothing to do.
1: Nothing.
0: Absolutely nothing to do in that town. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man. How's it? So how's it feel to be out for out of Braidwood for so after it, being there for so long? Is it, it?
1: You know, like you. You every miss once it. In a while, you know, it's just. Yeah. Every it, once in a while, you wish you could just like. And I can, you know, I drive back on my birthday and Christmas and, you know, I stay there for a week, but then it just like, I'm ready to leave. Like, I'm like, I got my own life in another state. Mm. It's, you know, and that's the bad part too. It's like, so like with my gr- my mom's dad was the last grandparent to pass away, you know, my like big mom's side of the family and that's who held yeah. everything together. You know, so with him being gone, it kind of just, like, it's, like, falling apart, but, like, slowly. And you could see it every year. And it, it's sad, you know, to just watch it just fall apart like that because we were all close. We used to take yeah. photos, you know, this big portrait in the winter. And then all of a sudden, like, it turns out, you are all like, oh, well, I can't make it, and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, well, you know, like, people do grow up. You know, and have their own family. So you got to respect that. But at the same point, like, you know, you always wonder, like, hey, if Grandpa was here, would you have made it? You know, would you have squeezed in Absolutely. 20 minutes just to swing by, say hi, open a present, and then just bail? Like, grab a plate of food. Like, let's hear what everybody's talking about. I think that's what, like, a lot of this world's missing, like, the small talk that we used to have. Like, it used to be so good when we used to all just be able to sit down and talk to one another as humans instead of, oh, well, we're better than you. No, you're not. You put your pants on your socks on one leg at a time, one foot at a time. Unless you're amazing and you can jump into those things. (laughs) (laughs) But, man, like, you ever watch TikTok? They do some crazy... Yeah.
0: that uh i have to say i have not i mean it's like the videos pop up on a facebook or instagram but i'm not actually on a tiktok app my wife is though she's melissa she's all over yeah. um her her sisters her dad her fucking dad for some reason is like addicted to tiktok Boy, uh, it's crazy it's not for me <laughs> i mean i don't know I'm, i grew up on vine yeah, i'm a vine, vine kid i miss vine you're really- Vine with the shit Give me Vine back. I want Vine. The seven-second videos were fucking perfect. I don't want anything else, and they were so damn funny. And they were quick. So well done. Boom. <laughs> yeah, like, it got to a point to where, like, if I opened a video and it was, like, 30 seconds long, I'm like, I'm not watching this. I <laughs> need way too much time out of my life. <laughs> Give me seven seconds or less. Nothing more.
1: Nothing more. Nothing less.
0: I want it. <laughs> I want the seven seconds of Vine, please. <laughs> Bring
1: Vine back. Can we bring Vine back? Why did Vine die? Who killed Vine? I want to talk to that guy. TikTok I killed Vine. Oh my gosh. It was all over. All over. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it just, it kills me to go back home sometimes. But at the same point, like, I love it. I love seeing my mom. I love seeing my dad. Love seeing, my yeah. As much as she's a little sister, I still love her. Mm-hmm. But man, like, you just, you miss it sometimes, like, to give your mom and dad a hug. You know, like when I was sure. 30 minutes away from them, you know, it was, you know, I would go there every, almost every other day, you know, Hey mom, Hey dad, you know, yeah. I'm coming over for dinner, but now yeah, it's right. away, you're like, Hey, I'm coming there for a week. And they're like a week. And you're like a whole week you get to spend with your baby boy. How about that? <laughs> and like By day six, he's like, get this kid out of the house. Uh, yep. he's already eating us out of house and home. He already, its like I was gonna say. I was, I was gonna say, you're a big kid. They got—they got <laughs> to keep up to you. Like, they got to go grocery shopping before you come here. Like <laughs>
0: their grocery bill probably went down a thousand dollars a
1: month. After guaranteed moved out. guaranteed. <laughs> like so much money. They're probably like, man, we can go on vacations now. We can do whatever we want. My dad just got a brand new truck. That's where the money went. <laughs> that's <laughs> where it all
0: went. Like, wait, we don't have to buy. We only have to buy one loaf of bread this yeah. time. All right,
1: I'm getting the yeah, truck. Yeah, I'm getting the truck. <laughs> we're getting a brand new vehicle today. We're <laughs> getting
0: brand new 2023. It's not
1: even come out yet, but we're getting. <laughs> it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things. I just miss it. I miss everybody there too. Like every once in a while, you know, you run into somebody at the store, like Gorman or something. Like uh, yeah. we lost touch along the way. You know, grow older. You know, everybody loses. Yeah. Uh, and, it, you know, like, it's fun to see, like, everybody's Snapchat stories of them, like, hanging out, like, Skags and, like, Hayes and everybody, like, hanging out with one another. Like, that's awesome. Like, I'm glad you all still hang out with one another. But along the way, like, some of us just grew, you know, apart and other ones stick together. And I just kind of, like, went off and did my thing. <laughs> yeah, man, I mean,
0: I mean, I, I, I had Brad on last week and I told him I don't really – Hang out with or talk to anybody from high school. Like I, I talked to him. Like he's in my fantasy league. But like other than that, like I just, we all just grew up, man. We grew out, grew out. I mean, I was. It was less like six months after I graduated from Braidwood or Reedbuster, I I moved away from Braidwood and never went back. And I mean, I hung out with everybody for a while, and then it just got to a point to where I decided to make some life changes and. Yep um i was like i need to stop drinking so much i need to start getting my life in order i'm only 20 years old and i feel like i've failed like it was just one of those things and it's like you realize it's like when i moved away from braidwood i, I when i lived in braidwood i used to throw house parties yeah. all the time like almost every every yeah. weekend and like i thought i was nine, nine, 18 years old i thought i was the man like everybody was texting me everybody was calling me like everybody loved me and I'm like oh this is sweet i i have so many friends now and then i moved out I moved away, stopped throwing parties, and all of a sudden, the phone calls became less and less, the text, the, 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 you know, like, all this stuff, and then and then I still had my drinking buddies, but then when I decided, hey, I don't want to drink as much anymore, like, no, I don't want to go to the bar this Friday night, I'm just going to stay home and do me, you know, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I stopped getting texts, and I stopped getting, hey, you want to hang out? Calls and stuff like that, and I kind of quickly realized that Maybe these people weren't actually my friends. Maybe they just wanted me for a, a specific intention. Yeah. And when that intention went away, what do they need me for, you know? So you just got to – and it's nothing against them. Like, like they are all doing their own thing, and a lot of them are all grown up and married and have kids of their own too, you know? It's just – I just decided at a very early age that I didn't want to go down that path anymore, and I needed to straighten myself out, so. Yeah. And then it worked out because I had a kid at 22, yeah. so luckily I wasn't, like, hardcore bending at the time when I found out I have I was having a kid. I was actually, uh, instead of going to the bars every night, I was going to the gym every night, and I would spend, literally, I'd get home from work, go to the gym, work out for two or three hours, and then hang out until it closed, then went home, went to bed, rinse and repeat. So that was my life, and then we had the kid, and then everything went on from there.
1: Yeah, and you guys just yeah, had an anniversary, right?
0: Yeah, yesterday was uh, number four. You guys? Number four. I know. Uh, still, still going. We're, uh, we're we're on our way. We uh, I made a kind of made a deal with my wife's grandma, who uh, her and her husband have been married for like fifty five years or something like that, something crazy, right? And uh, I've been to a few weddings with them, like mine, and then a couple other weddings and you know how at weddings they always have like the couples yeah. come out and dance yeah. and then whoever's been married for a year and then you gotta like they're always the last ones dancing at weddings together they're always the last couple right. so uh i told her grandma i said uh i said the goal is to be the last couple dancing at all the all the weddings we go to yeah. so that's that's the goal yeah. so we're at year four I got 50 more. Yep, to
1: go. that's right. Yeah, 50 plus, bro. 50 plus. And that's like that's... my parents say the same thing every time. My dad would be like, "What anniversary are we on?" My mom's like, "37, but let me tell you what, you're always that one day away from making it." <laughs> 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 it's like one more day. <laughs>
0: <Huh>. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's a daily, it's a daily grind. You can't just assume, you know, because that's what happens a lot of times in in marriage and relationships in general. Whether it's friendships, boyfriend girlfriend, husband wife, father sons wife or mother, any kind of relationship, you know, people get uh, complacent. Oh, yeah, and they just kind of, and they just kind of skim by and they they just stop working on it, and all of a sudden it gets you hit it like a stalemate, and it's like, oh, what the fuck happened? Oh wait, you're you don't want to talk to me anymore, or oh you don't want to be with me anymore, or oh you don't want to hang out with me anymore, and it's like why? No. it's like because because we stopped fucking working. Why would I want to be? I'm stuck. I want to move. I want to progress. I want to grow. That's what life's about. And that's what.
1: And that's why I went on a date with her like last weekend. Like last weekend was our like second date like since this quarantine whole thing's been going on. And I mean we've been talking for like oh man it's been a while and they've came over here since quarantine started i don't remember down here it was different for here than it was there but you guys shut down sooner than we did and then as soon as she was living with her parents so i was like well they're older and we're younger so why don't we just separate and you guys can just stay here until we open up you know and then yeah. you guys can go back that way. Everybody's safe. Like, if we get it, we get it. If they get it, they get it. Like, there's no right. And with me being in the general public, ninety-five percent of the time, I was like, "Well, if I'm getting it, I'm getting it for sure. Like, a hundred percent." And it was, oh, yeah. it was just like, like we're just counting down the days till I get it. We we're just like, wait, wait, wait. And who knows if we had it or not, but whatever. But yeah, I just, they came here and we just been living together, you know, just nonstop, no dates out, you know, no nights out. We've been stuck with a four year old, like no movie dates, no dinner dates, nothing just like straight. We're here. And I'm like, everything's getting old real quick. Like tempers are starting to fly in the house. Like one little thing would set each other off. Like it was bad. Like, and I'm like, we need to go out. We need to actually date one another and, like, be one another before, you know, things go really sideways because it got to a point where, like, I would get home from work and want to fight, you know, immediately. Just snap of the fingers, want to fight. Like, let's go. Let's just get it out of the way so that way we can just sleep in separate beds. Like, it was just like, let's go. And then finally we just started dating finally. Like, it feels like there's a wall that was there that's now broken down like finally we get to have a conversation without a child there or finally we get to go out and just laugh a little bit you know smile a little bit instead of oh well now we got to put him to bed give him a bath just your your complacency you know you're you're getting complacent with everything you're like oh well well bedtime's eight o'clock like Like, no, like, break out of that pattern real quick. Just, like, spend time, you know, instead of watching, you know, your regular show that, you know, instead of watching, I forget what, I I always turn to The Office. Like, that's my number one Netflix show. Like, as soon as I sit down to watch TV, The Office. I don't even got to listen to it. I just got to have it on in the background. And, like, and I told her, like, let's just break out of that real quick. Like, what do you want to watch? You know, just, like, something I've never asked her before like she's always asked me what I wanted to watch like I've never asked her what she wanted to watch. So like I had to like look at myself and be like, "Man, am I really that big of a dick?" Like I've really never asked her <laughs> what she wanted to watch like so the other night we were just watching stuff that she wanted to watch like it was some girly show but whatever. Like I was there. And then like the season ended and I was sad. I was like, "This is you're invested, yeah. yeah. Bullshit. Like, I was like, <laughs> bullshit. And she's like, what? And I'm like, it's just gonna leave me hanging like this. Like that's it. It's season yeah. two. And she's like, let me Google and see when season two comes out. It doesn't know. And I'm like, well, what kind of show? Yeah, it bro. doesn't know. And I'm like, Office has nine seasons. Yeah. I know which everyone is. All right, like it's there. Yeah.
0: Bro, it's hard. Hollywood shut down. They don't have anything, so all these shows that are supposed to have another season aren't coming out for, like, another year or so. Some of them haven't even filmed their next season even though they've been greenlit. It's just because everything that happened, bro. I got, like... We got, like, three shows right now that we're waiting for the next season, and we have to wait at least a year because
1: they haven't even filmed them yet. It's rough. And nature. It's, it. it's rough on <laughs> It's crazy. and it, You know, like, like and honestly like it helped me out a lot like going on the dates with her you know because i get to see her yeah, yeah. open up as not as like because i know her as a mom you know and i like her as you know I, I love her as a mom but like i wanted to see her open up as herself and like going on those dates and it was just like another side of her that I, you know i want to see and i want to see more of so now it's like Okay, well now we're getting funny with one another, and it feels fresh again, you know, instead of that stale. Oh, it was just one of it was just so stale, so so stale that you could just cut tension with a knife as soon as you walked in the door. But yeah, Yeah. getting out of your you know your routine and start going back in. You got to keep it fresh. I mean, my parents like her grandparents you know 50 some odd years you know there has to be some you know some deep love there they fought you know you know they fight but at the same point like they keep it fresh somehow like yeah i mean you got you got to right like
0: it's one of the things and it's kind of it's kind of uh eerie that you're actually telling me this right now because uh Melissa and I kind of went through something similar with the no date nights and everything. And we're we're at home every night with the kids. And I've been working a lot. I was working, like, three jobs at one point, couple, like, a month ago. Like, it was just crazy. And uh, last night, we went out just just to get some drinks. Her parents watched the kids. We just went, went to a bar to get some drinks for our anniversary. And then uh, tomorrow night is what is going to be our actual, like, anniversary. Like, we're going to a nice restaurant type of thing. Actually... I bought her a, I bought her a gift card to some steakhouse that I never heard of, but I had good reviews. I bought it for her for Christmas last year, and it's just been sitting in my nightstand. And, I'm, and she's like, what do you want to do for the anniversary? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, hey, do you still have that gift card from Christmas? Like, almost a year ago? She goes, yeah. So that's where we're going. And and then uh, I might hang out with some friends after. But yeah, that's uh, it's kind of funny how you said that, because uh, last night it won't, it was like it took a minute for us to even yeah. like start up a conversation. Cause we're just so used to be sitting at home with our routine with the, uh, we put Brody to bed at eight and we get Rory ready for bed at eight thirty, And he's usually out by nine. And then we just kind of either sit on the couch and watch shows or we sit in our bed and watch shows until we fall asleep. And it's like, it's, we're and that's what we've just been doing. And uh now, like last night we get out of our routine and it's like, so, and it's like, you don't even know how to yeah. talk to your wife that, you know, it's fucking weird. It's, Like that's your girl. That's um, that's my girl. Like that's my one and only. You know, and I should be able to talk to her about whatever. And it's just like we just got so complacent that we forgot even how to converse. Like uh, you know. So uh, she's not gonna hear this until after tomorrow. I'm pretty sure. So um, I'm I'm planning on tomorrow night to be a really special night for her. I'm I mean I kind of shit the bed last night because I was having a rough go at it. I had a rough week and I kind of brought it with me to the bar. So. I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to make up to, make up for it tomorrow night. Uh, she loves her steak. She loves her red wine. So you hopefully, uh, ho- hopefully the steak's good. Never been there. Um, I forgot what the hell the place is even called. Ruth's Beth. Mm. I don't know. Something Chip Steakhouse. I don't <laughs> know. Um, yeah. I, uh, tomorrow, I plan on it being a really nice That's night. Good. So, good.
1: yeah. Yeah, man. It's good because you know they like, and especially like. I don't know, like she makes me lunch almost every day, and like I take that for granted. hard for, wow. like peanut butter sandwich, like I don't care she there's two of them there with some chips with some fruit snacks, like dude fruit snacks are like gold, oh the bottom. Uh-huh, gold. I'll eat those all gold. day, and then like, all the bars I don't have you ever had a cliff bar,
0: yeah, I got. A- pump back in my pantry right now. I have the white macadamia. Oh, now.
1: dude, I just get the regular peanut butter. I'm not that fan, mm. but like, she <laughs> 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 like, it's like, like don't get me wrong, like we used to have like turkey, you know, swimming and everything, and like, once what? meat gets old after a while, like hot, or like gets old. So like now I've just been chilling on some peanut butter sandwich But man, like this morning I get up. And I went softball last night, so I got home around, like, 10.30, almost 11. Watched the show. Watched the rest of the show with her. And, like, she was up before me this morning. She had breakfast made. She had my lunch packed. Like, all I had to do was pretty much put on my clothes, put on my boots, eat breakfast, walk out the door. Like, simple as that. And it was, like, oh, bro, it was the best.
0: So you're you're just dating her, right? (laughs) Bro, you you better fucking put a ring on that. Somebody else, somebody else gonna come by and be like, I like my launch mate. I have a diamond ring, and then all of a sudden, oh, <laughs> you don't want to lose that
1: man, yeah. that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it was, it's like, like, and you know, I like, and that's what was the thing I took for granted. Like, it's you know, like, it was just one of those things that you know, like, I like, I then became like expecting it, and then one day she was like at her parents' house or something, and I was like shit, I should have woke up early and made me lunch. Like, and then I was like, man, like, I do appreciate her. You know, like, I really do. And then you, like, have to tell her that. Like, hey, I took you for granted. And, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I messed up. And I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's, like, the worst. Like, you know, some guys are afraid to say, like, I'm sorry and everything. Like, they apologize, but, like, don't. Like, just straight-up apologize and tell them, like, hey, you know what? I fucked up. Like, we, I had to tell her, like, some of my deepest, deepest darkest stuff the other day. Like, I told her, like, I was coming on a podcast and everything. And she was like, well, is anything going to, like, scare me? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It all depends on what comes out. I and mean, then she goes, well, do you want to yeah. talk about anything? And I was like, you know what? Like, yeah. So I, like – broke out of, like, my shell and kind of, like, broke down in front of her. And it was, like, the first time she's, like, actually seen me, like, ball, Like, cry. And I was, like, there's some dark stuff that goes, you know, that I've pushed down for so long that, you, you know, you try to hide in a relationship. But, like, a relationship's not a place for secrets either. So, if you're not feeling, like, a certain way, you need to, you know, you need to say something. But, like, me, I just you know, learned to shove it way 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 down and like finally i just broke out and i was like they you need to know like these three things and she was just like shocked she wasn't you know she wasn't mad she wasn't upset you know she was like crying with me like because she felt like my pain that i've like kept inside for so long and it was nice to like have that like person by my side like that, you know, she didn't know what I was going through, but she was willing to listen to me if I needed to talk. And it was—it felt great. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I just having someone there just to oh, hear you—amazing.
1: It's
0: the best. And I'm happy. You know, what? I'm happy that you were able to talk to her and get that yeah. out because I know I—I I really do know how what it's like to just keep everything bottled up, and once you let it out, it's like you can't stop. Yeah and then yeah. once the tears have come it's like oh yeah like it's, it's constant <laughs> oh. it's it's like everything oh. just exfoliates the tears it's just like you should just, she'll just say like you'll be crying and someone will say something nice about you and it just yeah. uh, and you just feel even worse and you just start crying more and it's just a good yeah. old baby bawl just like,
1: pour it all out just yep,
0: yeah. and it's almost like it's like a i don't know it's like a valve, but like it's like a like a rusted old seized valve. Right. And then once you crack it open, you can't shut it. And like, now everything makes you cry because you finally let yourself open and like you're, you're expressing yourself more openly and you're just kind of letting everybody know like, Hey, I got feelings. I got emotions. I'm not just some big, tough, rough guy, you know, I got, I got feelings just like everybody else. And, uh, I think that a lot of times with men, that's why, um, suicide is so much higher with men than it is with women because they feel they have this obligation to be a macho, yeah. you know, alpha dog. And God, I hate that. I hate that. That's a norm. I
1: wish that would go yeah, away. It'll never go away. And that's the bad part. Like it's never going away. Yep. Like no matter how much, you know, me or you or anybody else shares it, you know, wants to talk about it. It's not going. And it, it's, you know, but as long as like people like me and you are having conversation like in a break room you know in a construction con box you know anywhere you know in their garage having a couple beers like yeah. you know and, it, and that's the sad part it's like people just like it's it's a conversation that somebody's gonna want to start like i had it the other day with the co-worker of mine like he just asked me you know what was wrong and i pretty much just let it all out you know and the same thing. Like I got moved to another crew and like this one kid just one day opened up and he didn't know me from anybody. And you know, like me and him met like a couple times and then all of a sudden he just let it all out. He's like, Hey man, have you ever thought about, you know, like if you were gone, would anybody miss you? And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, what do you, you know, what do you want to talk about? And he's like, I just, you know, one of the one day I was just thinking about it, and I'm like, dude, like, of course people are going to miss you. Like, you don't think so, but you got to look on the other side. Like, everybody's going to miss you. Like, I haven't been here that long, but I'll even miss you because if you leave, I'll just have to pick up your slack. And, you know, you try to make, like, a, a dig at it and everything else, but you're trying to get them back into that positive way of thinking. Like, yeah, everybody's going to miss you, bro. Like, I'm not going to joke. Like, people are, people miss everybody. Like, just because, you know, you're not part of their everyday routine. But the next day, like, we, you know, we hear that you're, you know, gone on Facebook. Like, that's the way everybody receives news nowadays. And, yeah, that's and... the
0: worst. That's like, that's one of my biggest fears is seeing someone on, that I, I care about or I'm close to on Facebook like that. It's always been a big
1: yeah. Thing. That was me. This quarantine, and I think I like when you first started this. I reached out to you, and I was like, "Hey, man, like it, it's kind of like when this came out." That I think, like the week before this came out, like episode one, during quarantine, my one of my buddies I went to welding school with, the uh, committed suicide. You know, he was going he was going through a rough patch. And it was it was just all of a sudden, man. Like you know, he acted happy. You know, it was pretty much almost like the Robin Williams thing. You know, he made everybody happy. He you know, he would joke around constantly, like everything. And you know, he made plans with like me and like so many other people, like, hey, I'm doing this big road trip, I'm gonna stop by and see everybody, like blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, like, I get tagged in a post. And that's it. Like, I was like, you didn't know how to act. And I didn't. I came home and I just shut completely down. Brick wall and everything. And I just, like, I was eating dinner and I just bawled. Like, I just, like, we were eating dinner at the table. I just, I bawled my brains out. Like, I didn't know what to do. Didn't know what to say. Didn't know who to turn to. Cause it was just like, how, you know, I just talked to him a week ago and it, how, what, like, you know, and then like, you know, like, like it's, it's just crazy cause you were like, I was there for him when him and his fiance broke up, you know, they broke up and it was a bad breakup. Like, and then his dog passed away. So that even made like the situation like worse then all of a sudden, man, it just, like, he went into this spiral, and you could tell, but then he, like, caught himself in the spiral. And then he was, like, back to, like, the old Ben, you know, the Ben I knew. And then all of a sudden, like, there it is. There's the Facebook post. It's just, it's crazy. And then this, you know, then your podcast came along, and I was like, well, you know, what, what do you do here? You, I gotta say something, you know, I gotta speak what's, you know, like it's okay. You know, you got to talk like it's okay not to be okay. Like it's okay to talk to somebody about things like you need, if you need to talk, tell somebody, talk to somebody, you know, it's, it's going to be an awkward conversation at first, but I guarantee they have went through the same things that you've gone through or have thought the same thought as you. Like, Like, I've never went to therapy or any of that, but, like, I've listened to, like, some of, like, when you were in therapy, you know, or I don't know what you call it, but, like, when you were in those, you know, groups, like, you guys were talking, like, I would imagine some of you guys had to have, like, the same thoughts at one point. And it's just, to me, it's just, like, you, everybody needs to talk. Like, I know it's tough. and it's it's an ulcer at the bottom of your stomach, but man, like, you've got to let it out. You've got to, because if you don't, it's going to eat meat, 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 meat. And then all of a sudden, like what happens? You know, I don't want, especially anybody listening to this and especially somebody that like I care about or I, you know, I've never met before. Like it, yeah. the inbox is always open, you know, I don't care if you want my phone number so we can text about it, call me anytime. I've always told, like, even, like, the guys on my softball team, like, hey, man, if you ever need anything, my phone's always on. Like, my phone's always on. It's always on loud right next to my bed. If I don't answer, call it again. Like, I guarantee I'll answer the second time. Like, and I feel like that's what everybody needs is just that one – you know that, like, hey, buddy, thanks for answering the phone. I've been going through some shit. Like, can you just listen to me real quick? Yeah. Like, in, and, and like you said, like, it's not because, you know, even if that person's mind's elsewhere, like in La La Land, it's just nice to get it off your chest and get your heart, like, yeah. back into the rightful place. <sighs> yeah, I went there.
0: that's what's up man. that's good though man that's uh, just having someone that you know that you can call up yeah. and talk to on a whim that's good and then um, I mean there needs to be more people like that like you you know I mean sometimes yeah life happens and you get busy and you're not you might not always be available but your intention is to always be available yeah. you know and that's what's matters. That's that yeah. if it's like hey like please like, hey, man, I'm, I'm doing this, I'm at work, or I'm, I'm with the kids, or, like, can you just give me, like, give me, like, two hours, two hours, and I'll call you, please, just give me two hours, I'll be there for yep. like, just something like that, you know? Just give them reassurance, like, I promise you, just if, if, call me in two hours if I don't, you know what I mean? So, but some, I mean, I mean, I guess you gotta, you just gotta pick the situation if it seems like it's one of those things where it's like, I need to drop everything I'm doing right now and help this person cause it could be a life or death situation then talking to yeah. it. Right. But, uh, you know, usually it's just, you know, a lot of times it's just, Hey man, like I just got some stuff going on. I just need to get it off my chest. Do you mind if I can borrow your ear right. for a second? That's, that's all you need. Right. And you just feel so much better.
1: Yeah, it should.
0: So I appreciate that. I appreciate that, that you're willing hey. to do that for people, for people, man. Cause and I'm, I'm sorry about your friend, uh, It's it's never easy. Um, I mean, shoot, uh, three people from we went to Braidwood with since we graduated, all found out on Facebook, all three of them. And I I went to all three of their funerals and their wakes or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's just fuck, man. I just yeah,
1: it's it's eerie, you know, especially being you know that close, you know, that you, you went to school with them. And, you know, yeah. it, it's it's tough, especially, you know, like, you know, when you play sports with them and everything else, you grow a brotherhood to that. Like, even – yeah. and and there's no brotherhood like it, you know? Like, yeah, you got your work buddies, and that's, you know, your brotherhood there. Like, but, man, like, when you're in high school with somebody, that's like a ride or die. <laughs> like, it just is. And then all of a sudden, man, it's just here one day, gone the next, and you're like – you know it's it's sad so sad you know and same age and everything and you're like well what could have happened you know like
0: yeah and then like in the case with your friend like sometimes you feel like like well what if i could have done more of like what and it's one of those things like you never want to be in that situation and i'm really sorry that you have to you have to think you're you are put in that situation but you know just I'm sure you were there oh, for yeah. him. And and like sometimes it just it just happens, you know? Like look at I I always use Robin Williams as an example just because like he's such a well known guy. But like nobody in their right mind would no. ever thought. Or like someone like uh yeah. Mr. Pennington from Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah, his songs were sad, but like all the stuff like his wife was posting, like she posted a picture like three days before he died and he was just sitting on a sitting on a pier looking out at the water with a huge smile on his face from ear to ear like you look at that and you're like oh that guy's fine he's not depressed he's he's good and then three days later he's gone so i guess it it, it just goes to show like make sure you're always checking in on your friends you know even the happy ones you always check in just say hey i'm thinking about you or how's life what's going on you know like That's for me personally. That's a huge fear of mine that something's gonna happen to one of my really close friends, and I just I don't handle death well, and I just don't know how.
1: how (laughs) Yeah, that's probably one of the biggest things, like that I've had to work on in a while is death. I don't handle death well. I don't grieve well. Like (laughs) I should probably go to counseling for it because it's bad. Like I hold I hold that like, and when I tell you I stomach stuff, like that's one of the things that I stomach. Like, and I don't, like, because you're, you know, you're supposed to be the, you know, the backbone. You know, you're not supposed to cry, especially when it comes to family. Mm-hmm. You know, they're looking at you like, why are you crying so much? Like, because I'm hurt, man. Like, I'm, I'm deeply, yep. deeply cut. And then they're like, you know, you see them all being quiet. And you're like, how? How? And they're like, well, you know, like, age is a thing, like. Yeah, I understand that, but at what point do you just be like, "Yeah, I'm hurting." Like, "Oh yeah, I miss them too," but like, it's just weird. I I just I just handle death really bad. I'm the same way. I hate I just don't know. Nope, yeah,
0: man. I uh, think the last time I really personally experienced it was uh. Oh, it's coming up on two years now, this November, my my grandpa, my mom's dad, he passed away from cancer, and, uh, you know, I was really sad, like, the, we did the wake, and then the funeral, back to back, and really fucking sad, and it was, this was a Thursday, Friday, the wake and funeral, and then Saturday, I went back to work, and, uh, like, I, I I woke up, and I'm like, you know what, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to work. I'm gonna try to get it through, like, yeah, I'm sad, but you know what? I'm gonna try to make the most of it. And I, I go to work, I see the guys. I didn't tell anybody but my foreman why I took the last two days off. I just told my foreman, like, hey, my grandpa died. Can I have and he's like, Yeah, man, no problem, whatever. Well, he must have told the guys or he told somebody or something, because words word spread pretty quick and uh I'm I was there for almost an hour and I'm joking around with the guys like normal and all of a sudden one of the older guys come up to me one of the guys that I kind of looked up to and he was like hey man I'm really sorry to hear about your grandpa and he like gave me like a, a handshake and as soon as I heard that like all those sad emotions just came back and like I literally was just like zoned out done for the day like I remember like this guy was literally standing next to me within like arm's length away from me talking to me And I was so zoned out that I didn't even hear a fucking word he said. And I'm like, I looked at him, I'm like, what? I'm sorry, what? And, like, he was just, like, he just looked at me. Because I was, like, I was looking at him when he was talking to me. But I didn't hear a word he said because I was out. I was so fucking zoned out, done. And it was about 11.30, started at 7. I went up to my foreman, I'm like, hey, uh. I gotta yeah. go home, man. And he goes, "Yeah, man. Yeah, no problem, no problem." He's like, "I." He was even surprised I came in, but it was just, I just something about death that just, it's so it's so final, and it's just like I I fucking cried. I was in Kalahari a couple weeks, a couple months ago when uh, Chadwick Bozeman died. The night that Chadwick died, Kalahari is like one of my favorite places. It's a water park in the in the Dells, and. First night we're there and I'm having a great time and my brother-in-law walks up to me and he shows me the news about Chadwick and my my at the time my little kid my youngest or my oldest kid was on uh, one of those harness rope things like they have the big one for the adults and they have a little one for the kids and he was on the little one and like I'm watching him and he was nervous at first but then once he got used to it like I watched him overcome the fear of it and then like he just started having a ball. And I'm just like in awe of my kid, and like, and I'm in love with it. And then my brother in law walks over to me and shows me the thing about Chadwick, and I just like, I was just like, what? Like, like obviously I didn't know the guy, but I'm invested in his his work and his movies, and the, especially the comic book stuff. And like, he, you know, he he played a role in my life, whether it was as small as it was. And I just like, I'm, I'm like, I'm literally trying to focus on my kid, like trying to like keep my focus in. And I'm like. Just pay attention to Rory. Look how happy he is. Look how much fun he's having. Like, but the back of my mind is just like, Chadwick Boseman's dead. Chadwick Boseman's dead. Chadwick... And I'm just like, I, I like, my, our, our youngest was in the stroller. He was sleeping already because it was later in the night. And he woke up, started crying. And I just told my, I told Melissa, I said, hey, I'm, I'm gonna go back to the room. She's like, all right, no problem. I think they went to go bowl or whatever. I, I walked back to the room and, like, Brody went back to sleep. And I just sat on the couch and just started crying my eyes out. And it was just, it's just,
1: yeah. Because it brings uh, like, everything up, like, just every, just a simple yeah. thing. And it's just, like, and that's like me, too. Like, my mom's dad, you know, same thing, just passed away, you know, like, and I was there for him, helped him, you know, he's the one that handed down the farm, you know, to my mom and my aunt. So I was like, you know, a guy that I have pretty much worked with my whole life. And then the next thing you know, like, I was there when he passed away. And I think I, like, still hold that, like, kind of close to me, you know? So it's kind of still, like, you know, like, I still hear, like, some days, like, I wake up and I hear his voice in the back of my head. Or, like, if I go to the farm during Christmas, like, when I do, like, there's that one day and like, my parting day that I, like, hate in the back of my mind. like, And it just... I go into that stage of, like, just deep, dark, you know, crying, you know, for no reason. Like, I cry on, like, the inside of me is just letting it out. Just, like, emotions are flowing. And then, like, on the outside, like, I'll share, like, four tears. But, man, on the inside, it's coming out. It just pours. Because, you know, know, your parents are always, you know, they kind of act that way, too. They're tough for you you know, and my mom is definitely that way, my mom is, you know, the rock, but man, like, she, she has her moments where she just breaks down, and you know, like, when, especially when my grand passed away, her last, you know, her last parent passed away, it was, my mom just needed me, and man, I was there, in a heart, I, I would, you know, and she just needed to vent it all out. And it's, it felt so good to, like, share that that kind of unity. You know, a mother and son always have a unity with one another, no matter what. But at the same point, like, man, just to share that moment with my mom, with us two just crying and, like, embracing kind of, I guess. It was just, like, to me, it meant more to me than anything, you know it just meant the world that someone in the whole entire universe is hurting the same way I am. So, yeah. Man, that felt good to get that off my chest, huh? That's what it's
0: all about, man. Just sometimes you just need
1: to
0: just let it out and just peel that monkey off and Come on. It, 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 yeah, it's just, it helps, and I'm glad that you came on. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me and telling us a little bit of your story. I mean, I know I'm, I'm sure there's more. If uh, you ever wanted to come back on and talk more, I'd be more than happy to get you back on. But I'm, I'm really happy that you came on. Yeah. and uh, Yeah, just uh, keep listening. You're probably uh, my best listener oh. right now. I think you've listened it's to t- every As soon episode, as they so. come
1: out, man, it gets... Like, I pretty much have, like, a group of friends at work, and I pretty much, like, hey, it's on his page. Like, I'll like, I send it in a direct message to him and, like, listen to it, listen to it, listen to it. And a lot of these guys, you know, uh, what was it, that your coworker, uh, the Iron Man, you know, Iron Man? Uh, no, nah, he uh
0: yeah, he's a yeah. Iron Worker out of the hey. city. Yeah, uh, yeah, hey. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: They ate it, you know, and they and they love it. I mean, they they felt oh, you know, like a lot of these, you know, guys that I work with, you know, they came from, you know, that kind of way, you know, they, and it was just, you know, and some of them listened to it, and they then they've called me and they were like, man, that was that was a rough one to go through, and I'm like, he told you, yeah, he told you at the very beginning it was gonna be. Yeah. You know, emotional. And it, it got a couple of the guys going. Yeah. Like, as soon as they, like, called and said something, you could tell in their voice they were cracking. You know, it was just – they they broke down. You know, and it – you know, it feels good to, like, listen to them because we all act like menly men, like you said. You know, and it, it felt good just yep. to hear them just, like, getting back to, okay. They do have feelings. We all have feelings. So I really appreciate you doing this, Rory. Like it, it does mean a lot to me. It uh, means a lot to a lot of my coworkers. And I know like the friends I've met out here, I've shared it with them too. And they, I know they listen. So we, we all appreciate Gosh. you over here in KC Mo.
0: <laughs> well, a shout out to Kansas city, man. I appreciate you and you. all your friends. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let them know if you know if they're ever interested. Just to contact me, they can Facebook me or whatever. You know, I just I have no problem giving them a call. Um, I don't need to know the person. I I just want to know their story. You know, so I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the love. I appreciate appreciate you coming on. I appreciate everybody coming on. You know, and I appreciate everybody listening. I just uh just this one one little thing yep. at a time, you know, so I'm just got to keep going and keep working and take this life one day at a time. Sometimes it's all you can do. And you just, if you, if you can go to bed every night and you wake up the next day, then sometimes that right there is a win. Yep. So.
1: Buddy. All right. Well, let,
0: I'll, let, I'll let you go and uh, enjoy your night. Um, Thanks again. Once, like I said, just uh, let me know if you ever want to come back on and if any of your buddies want to come on. You tell all right, you will do,
1: there. bud. I appreciate everything you do. And have fun tomorrow night at your steak dinner. You,
0: <laughs> oh, I plan on it. New York Strip. I'm probably going to be like a $50 steak, but no I worth don't it. care. So <laughs> it Thanks again to my guy, Brad Gutzman, for coming on to share a story. Uh, feeling comfortable enough to let everybody know what he's been dealing with with the move to Missouri and uh, how difficult that was for him mentally. I uh, Really appreciate it, Brad. I know there's a lot of people out there that have to uproot their lives like that every once in a while, and uh, it's a scary thing. Uh, me personally, I uh, in high school, I uprooted my entire life and I transferred, I moved towns, transferred high schools, and had to start over from scratch in the middle of my sophomore year. So. Uh, I, I completely understand where Brad's coming from, and I'm really happy that he came on and told his story and uh, shared some of his stuff about his grandpa and his friends and everything. So, uh, Brad, I appreciate you, man. I hope you're doing well down in KC. Um, I love the fact that you're still spreading the Chicago Bears love down there, so keep that up. I don't care if they got the greatest quarterback who's ever lived with Patrick Mahomes, but they got Brad Guzman repping the shy. So, Brad, you're the man. Thanks again. And tonight I'm going to end the episode with a quote from a guy. I don't think he's an actual doctor. I might be misquoted here, but uh, uh, the, the quote is from Dr. Seuss. Um, I don't know if that's a stage name or he actually has a doctorate degree. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but the quote says, Sometimes you will never know a, the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. And I think that quote kind of goes with... Uh, conversation brad's brad and i were having tonight um sometimes you know you have a friend or you have a family member or you have a loved one or something and everything seems fine and dandy and all of a sudden in a moment they're gone so sometimes it's just best to just take advantage of what you have today never get complacent with your relationships with your friendships with your uh, work life don't just in life in general just do your best to avoid complacency. I know, I know it's impossible. Everybody's going to get settled. Everybody's going to get comfortable, but realizing it and trying to get out of it as soon as possible is key. And like I said, even if you have friends that seem like they got everything going for them and everything's good and, and their life is in order, check on them. Just see. You never know what they're going through because you don't want those moments to become memories like the doc said so everybody just uh let's have a good good weekend here uh let's have a good uh it's october the best time of year i don't care what anybody says halloween beats christmas 10 times over october it's fall uh, unless you're listening to it in the warm states up here in illinois we get the nice crisp cool 40 degrees in the morning, 60 degrees in the afternoon. It's beautiful. I love it. It's my favorite time of year. just makes me feel better. Uh, The Bears are going to go 4-0 this weekend. All is good. I love you guys. Thanks again for listening. And always remember, it's not going to be perfect, but it's going to be worth it.